to the $100 MBA show because a better you equals a better business. That's why we deliver daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of Webinar Ninja, an independent software company I started with my partner back in 2014. And today's episode is a must-read episode. On our must-read episodes, I share with you a book that I've read that has influenced me as an entrepreneur. I share with you its takeaways, its insights, and why you should read it too. Today's must read is How to Live by Derek Sivers. How to Live is a personal development book like no other. It's one of my top books that I've read this year and for good reason. He probably gives some of the best life advice I've ever heard in a book and he ties it all together at the end with an amazing conclusion and final chapter. In today's must read, I'll share with you some of those insights. What are some of the things I loved most about this book? Some of the golden nuggets that I learned from it and some of the things I just don't want to share with you because it's going to ruin it for you. This is going to be a spoiler free episode. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Support for today's show comes from Emory University Goizueta Business School. Meaningful change requires meaningful action. Emory University's Goizueta Business School pushes the boundaries of what a top-ranked business degree can do by preparing principal leaders to positively impact business and society. Together, the Goizueta community strives to solve the world's most pressing business problems. Drive your career and business forward by earning an MBA at Emory that is profoundly personal and highly transformational. Learn more at emory.biz slash 100mba. Today's must read is How to Live by Derek Sivers. I've been a fan of Derek's work, love his books. So when I heard Derek is coming out with a new book, I'm on his newsletter. And if you want to learn more about Derek, I would check out Sivers.org. As soon as I knew that book was coming out, I had to read it. On top of that, Derek himself has said that this is probably some of the best work he has put out. And I couldn't agree more. This is one of my favorite books this year, and for good reason. It has changed the way I think. It's changed my perspective on things. I had multiple aha moments reading this book. Several times I laughed out loud. Several times I paused to ponder and think and reflect. And I also questioned some of the things that was in the book. But it all kind of came together at the end. It was one of my favorite endings to any kind of book, fiction or nonfiction. And I'm not going to spoil it for you, but uh, let me just tell you that read the whole book from top to bottom. It'll be worth it. The subtitle of this book, How to Live, is 27 Conflicting Answers and One Weird Conclusion. And that kind of really describes the book in a really good way. If you go through the chapters of this book, he goes through how you should live in one point of view. And he goes deep with that point of view. For example, the first chapter is be independent. And the whole chapter is about why you should be independent and live that life. The next chapter is about commit, to commit to things. The next chapter is fill your senses. And then he'll surprise you with a chapter called do nothing. So there are conflicting pieces of advice in this book, and it's for good reason. It all makes sense at the end. He'll have a chapter on think super long term, and then he'll also have a chapter on living in the moment. And every time he opens a chapter with this is how you should live, for example, he said, this is how you should live, make memories. Memories is what's important. Memories will make us happy. And he really argues this point and you're so convinced, I got to do this. But then you question that advice 
in a later chapter. So it's really, really interesting how he puts this book together. It's really well written. It's very easy to read. It's a very quick read. And Derek is actually known for this. He writes books that are very, very well written, concise, uh, no fluff. Really, all his books could be twice the length than they are, actually, if they were traditionally published. But uh, he actually goes straight for the good stuff and saves you a whole bunch of time. This makes this read so enjoyable because every moment you're reading it, it's just pure gold. So why should you read this book? Why will it help you? And why would it ultimately help your business? This book is filled with great life advice. And when I say life advice, part of life is business. Part of life is managing your time and your priorities and your money. And much of the advice he shares with you is based on his own experience and what has fulfilled him. And a lot of times uh, the chapter will have some advice that you may not agree with, but it challenges your thoughts. It challenges your opinions. Why do you not agree with this? Why on its surface are you judging this advice? For example, there's a chapter called Do Nothing. And this is very much against an entrepreneur's philosophy, where it's just like you go, 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 you try things, you're an achiever. So on the surface, you're like reading or starting to read this chapter. And you're like, I don't know if I agree with this. And then as you read it, you're like... Maybe he's got a point. Maybe there's some truth in this. And that's the point of the whole book is to question your thoughts, to question your opinions, question your values. And sometimes that makes you uncomfortable. It makes a lot of people uncomfortable. But that's how you grow when you're in discomfort, when you actually uh, reevaluate your thoughts. And it'll either confirm what you believe and reinforce those beliefs or it might reshape them in some way, broaden those ideas. For example, in that chapter, Do Nothing, he talks about desire and how desire is the opposite of peace. Most of what people say and do is unnecessary. Most talk is just noise. In fact, the word noise in English comes from the word nausea. So the point here is he's arguing we work, we chase things because we desire, because we want, because we're ambitious. But somewhere in there, there's a restlessness. And when people think of peacefulness or peaceful people, they think of a monk. They think of somebody who's detached themselves from the world, who isn't in a state of desire. So you might be saying, Omar, how am I going to get anything done in my business, my life, if I don't do things? Again, this is the point of the book, to question it, to challenge it, to take the good and say, you know what, maybe sometimes doing nothing is good. There's another very strong chapter in this book called Master Something. Become a master at something. Dedicate yourself to something in the world. He says in the chapter, people don't fail by choosing the wrong path. They fail by not choosing. If you look at anybody who's successful in life, in business, in sport, in the arts, whether they're an actor or they're a painter or you're a doctor or you're a lawyer or a dentist or a plumber or an electrician or an entrepreneur, People that are successful in any field at some point chose that field, said, I'm going to choose this field. I'm going to go all in. I'm going to be the best I can. I'm going to give it all I got. I'm going to become a master at this as much as I can for all my waking days, for all my working days. These are the people that actually have the most success. The people that struggle are those who dabble. And I've learned this lesson from Robert Greene's book, Mastery, great book, where he talks about dabblers, hackers, and masters, and how the difference between the dabbler and the hacker is not much, but the difference between dabblers and hackers and masters are huge in terms of the amount of time and effort they put into their craft, something between two and eight hours. So a lot of life is just making a choice and just sticking to it. 
The thing is that this is not as common as you think. Most people dabble. Most people don't master something. But as the book says, if you do what most people do, you'll get what most people get. Try not to be normal. Don't be normal. Another fantastic chapter in this book is how to live is to learn, to constantly be learning, to grow, to be a student. Don't ever think you have all the answers in any field. No matter how many years of experience, be humble. Understand there's always more to learn. There's a great line in this chapter that says, the easiest person to fool is yourself. We often fool ourselves thinking that things are easy or I got this or I have all the answers when really this is an opportunity for you to learn to get better. To change. It's your opportunity to broaden your mind. Also in the chapter, it says only idiots never change their mind. Part of learning is sacrificing the things you used to believe and the ways you used to be. This is confronting. This is not easy. But that's how we grow when we're uncomfortable, when it hurts a little bit. Just like in the gym, you know, when you feel the burn, that's when your muscle's growing. And if your intentions are good and you're looking to change for the better, you'll always get a positive result. In the book, it also talks about one of the best ways to learn is through experiences, try things, be willing to fail. Why? Because a vivid, visceral feeling of danger will teach you better than words. When you fail and it hurts, you'll never forget that lesson. You'll learn a ton from it and it'll be burnt in your memory versus reading something in a book that you might forget or a video or a lecture. Experience is king. This doesn't mean reading books is a bad idea. It just means it's just a different form, a different level of learning. Books can prepare you for experiences and help you have perspective before and after. Another great gem from the chapter about learning or learn, to communicate clearly, you have to think clearly. A lot of us don't give ourselves enough time to think, to stop, to ponder, whether that's uh, you know early morning when you're starting your day, or even when somebody's asking you a question like at work or in an interview. We tend to feel like we have to answer right away instead of just pausing for a second, giving it some thought, allowing you to collect your thoughts and collect and ponder, how am I going to communicate this properly? There's so, so much more in this book. I can go on and on. Great chapters on laughing at life, preparing for the worst, following the great book, whatever that book might be for you. And you'll find that chapter interesting regardless of what you believe in. And then he wraps up the book in the last chapter, which is one word. And I don't want to reveal this word because you want to read the book from the beginning all the way to the end. And this chapter will have a profound, profound effect on you. It did for me. And this chapter alone uh, has enough advice to last you a lifetime. If you just take home the learnings that you get from this book and then with the nuance of that last chapter, you will be one happy camper and it will help you through the struggles of life, through the struggles of business, through the ups and downs, through the self-doubt, through what should I prioritize and how should I prioritize it? It's excellent. I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Support for today's show comes from Vidyard. If you're a listener of the show, you know how bullish I am on video marketing. Video has become the way your customers are consuming information more and more every single day. But you might be wondering, how am I gonna create all these wonderful value-packed videos, host them, share them with other people, track their performance? 
Well, you're in luck. Whether you're recording a video for one person or sharing it with the world on your website, it's easy to manage your video content with Vidyard. Vidyard is built for business, unlike other video hosting tools. With robust analytics, integrations with top enterprise tools, and customization options that answer businesses' unique needs. If you're creating a sales video or a marketing video, you can upload or create those types of videos right inside of Vidyard. You can embed them into email campaigns, landing pages, and blog posts. That way you can generate and engage more sales-ready leads. Use their interactive video elements and video personalization to boost the viewer engagement. Accelerate the buyer's journey and convert viewers into your pipeline. Guys, this is dead simple. You can record your screen, you can use your webcam, you can use both. From product demos to customer testimonials to live streamed Q&As, anyone can create their own videos in just a few clicks with Vidyard. Best of all, you can track your performance. Use their video analytics to measure how each video impacts revenue and how they perform across your website. You can also track how they perform on email marketing, YouTube, and more, all from one central dashboard. Sign up for Vidyard today by going to vidyard.com MBA. And just like you guys, the team at Vidyard can't keep up with all the promo codes on podcasts. So they're making signing up easy as possible. No promo code needed. Just go to vidyard.com MBA to start using Vidyard completely free. And as a bonus, get their 2021 B2B video trends guide. Again, that's vidyard.com MBA, V-I-D-Y-A-R-D.com MBA. To wrap up today's lesson, I can't recommend this book enough. How to Live by Derek Sivers. It got my brain moving. I was reading this book actually before I go to bed on my bedside. Uh, it was actually getting my brain moving so much with ideas that I couldn't read it before bed anymore because it would take me a while to fall asleep. So I started reading it in the morning and it made me really get inspired for the day. It's such a good book. You're going to love it or at least I hope you do, because there's a lot to learn from the different perspectives, the opposing perspectives he presents in the book on how to live. That wraps up today's lesson. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have a recommendation, if you read a book that's fantastic, I want to hear about it. I love reading great books that can help develop me as an entrepreneur and that I can share with the world on this podcast. So email me at omar at 100mba.net if you want to share your favorite books with me. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. Derek Sivers is somebody that I've been following for some time because I like his take on life. I like the way he's handled his uh, approach in business, his approach as a public figure. Uh, I love his interviews on podcasts and the way he answers questions and his perspective on certain topics. Whenever you approach somebody or you hear about somebody or you heard them on a podcast like that, Find out what they do, go to their website, consume what they have, because often their best stuff is not the podcast interview or what you see on stage at a TEDx talk or even at a conference. The best stuff is actually what he or she took a long time to put together, a book, a course, some sort of thing that they spent a lot of thought and attention to bring to the world and consume it. And that's what I do. I get on their newsletters and I want to consume. There's certain people that if I get an email from them, I'm opening that email in a second. I'm buying what they're offering because I know it's going to be great. I know I can learn a lot from them because I admire what they've done in their life. So seek out those people because they're a goldmine. 
Thanks so much for listening and I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.